What's up, everyone? Mega Man here. Uh, before we jump into the episode 170 with my guests Big Al and PDP from LA Beer Buddies, I just want to say to everyone who uh, send uh, comments, DMs, uh, they called me or text me just to show me love and support on my two-year anniversary of, of doing the Mega Man's podcast. Thank you so much. I really, really appreciate it. And if it wasn't for a lot of you guys and ladies, um, I wouldn't be doing the podcast. And I know I hate to repeat myself. Uh, everyone, there was times I wanted to quit the podcast. I didn't. I didn't know what how how I wanted my format to be. What am I going to talk about? Um, I just kept on grinding. I kept on uh, working on my weaknesses on my strong points. Just traveling, just just hustling, and and just trying to make the Mega Man's podcast better. I feel I wanted my podcast in a certain way, and I found my voice after I did the 100th episode uh, because it was a monkey off my back. Um, you know, you know, just traveling, uh, just scheduling um, a lot of guests to come on. You know, there was good times, bad times, and ugly times. But you know what? I got so much experience uh, from doing podcasts. And I learned so much from um, having guests on or learning from other podcasters or, or you know, people giving me advice. You should do it this way and that way. And I just want to say thank you for everyone. And uh, I'm going to do my best. And uh, I'm still going to do my best to bring the best guests Mega Man has to offer. And um, a lot of people are asking me, when's the next solo episode? I rarely do those, but you know what? I'm, I'm going to start doing I I have a lot of uh, episodes I haven't put out yet. So I'm, I'm going to put those out. And also, there's people who are telling me, I don't get it. You're celebrating your two-year anniversary, but at the same time, you're celebrating you reached over 400 episodes. There's a little story into that. So uh, there is, if you notice on my stories, if you notice my live and and when I do all these lives on Mega Man After Dark or just whatever, just to let you, let everyone know what's been going on with Mega Man, uh, I always been telling everyone, like all of you ladies and and uh, fellas. You know, I average about maybe eight to maybe 20 episodes a week. Now, I've been putting out a lot of content and I'm, I'm just trying to stay consistent. So I've been averaging, sometimes I do maybe nine or eight episodes a week. And I've been doing this um, all for this whole year and even all of last year too. Uh, you know, just there's a lot of solo episodes I haven't put out. There's some special guest uh, episodes I haven't put out. Um, there's just a lot of good things that I'm doing behind the scenes. Um, I just don't want to put out yet. It's a little top secret. And the reason why is, is that, um, I'm changing a lot of things on the Mega Man's podcast, um, for 2021. Um, because of the COVID, um, it changed a lot of things. So, um, everyone's been telling me, Hey, Mega Man, do Zoom or do Skype or, or do FaceTime and all that. I like doing FaceTime on Instagram, but to be honest, honestly, I 
I just don't feel the energy. So that's why I like to, to do a podcast if I have a guest on, uh, you know, just to meet, you know, meet to do, you know, meet up to do the podcast face to face. I need that energy. So luckily, I have a lot of episodes uh, I have backed up uh, before the COVID hit. And, uh, you know, just damn, I'm telling you, man, I just sometimes I just can't believe I'm still doing it still. I, you know, I'm at 400 and um, just 600 more and I'll be at a thousand. And it's not about reaching a thousand quick and having shitty episodes. Um, I I've been I've been just uh, every time uh, I do an episode, guys. I want to make that episode so, so good, like it's my last. And I remember when I had uh, Marty Moreno uh, from the Yo-Yo podcast on on the Mega Man's podcast. You know, Martin told me, uh, Mega Man, what's your end game? And, you know, I just, I had a vision of how I want my podcast to be. And he told me, you know, Mega Man, just enjoy the ride. And I, and I told him why. Because you never know this could be your last episode. Anything can happen. And because of that, I put that in my mind. I that will that will forever be in my mind. So every time I have a guest on or every time I do a solo one or every time I do the Mega Man After Dark or or every time I be I do a guest appearance on another person's podcast. I want to make that episode like it's my fucking last. So ever since then, you know, I have that mentality to keep on pushing, keep on grinding, keep on getting better, uh, keep on working on my weaknesses, and just keep on focusing, doing one episode at a time and, and doing one guest appearance at another podcast at a time. Uh, like I said, my vision is to one day be on the Joe Rogan's podcast, but also keep on doing everyone else's podcast. You know, uh, you know, I did a lot of people's podcasts, but uh, I was uh, kind of honored and grateful to, uh, you know, to do the American Cholo podcast. Shout outs to uh, Boo Boo, Gil, and Sunny. And I think my next mission, uh, you know, would be awesome to do, to be a guest on Rodium Radio with Tony A., um, that would be my my next bucket list, and uh, you know, right now, uh, Mega Man is on a, a podcast invasion. I'm just doing a lot of guest appearances. You know, I just, you know, I just trying to work on work, trying to get better um, on my craft, and I'm gonna be everywhere. You know, I'm very seasoned, so I'm just like I said, I'm on a grind, and I'm gonna I'm gonna keep on grinding until. You know, Joe Rogan or or major uh, podcaster recognize Mega Man, even Mark Maron. You know, and you got to think big. You know, and uh, you know you're gonna have your haters and you have your doubters, or you're gonna have your keyboard warriors say you're never gonna make it. You know, I just uh, for some reason I don't really listen to all that stuff. I'm gonna keep on doing what I'm doing until one day I get on. And if I don't get on, I don't get on. Oh well. But you know what? I'm gonna keep on grinding because you know what? I'm. Not only that I'm doing it for me, but I'm also doing it for all of you uh, followers and, and podcast listeners who support me. But also I'm doing it for uh, my kids, you know, Gavin, Alex, uh, my son Emiliano, but also especially uh, my daughter Luna. You know, uh, if it wasn't for her, you know, I I wouldn't be doing podcasts anymore because 
if my daughter can beat cancer, you know, and she can conquer the world, then you know what? If she can do it, I can do it. You know, I'm going to conquer the world and, and I'm going to keep on grinding and, until I fulfill my dream. And, you know, that that little girl, Luna, man, my daughter, man, she keeps on pushing, you know, just uh, when I'm not here on earth, you know, I just really want to, I, I, I really want people to remember me like I did something good. And, uh, you know, I just really want my story to be told. And, and I, I hope one day um, I can fulfill my dreams. But also at the same time, I want everyone to listen to the podcast, you know, because you never know who's could be hearing. Maybe a, a person can hear the Mega Man's podcast or, or hear my story. It might change their life, you know, and and they might have a, a new perspective on life, you know. But uh, other than that, that's about it. But like I said, thank you so much for everyone who who showed me love on, on the Mega Man's podcast for the two-year anniversary. And on this episode... Uh, this is a cool episode. I feel like we only scratched the surface. Down the road, we're going to do a part two. I don't know when, but we're going to schedule a date. It was hard for me to get these guys on because of the COVID fucked everything up. But you know what? It was the right timing. I'm glad I met Big Al. I'm glad I met PDP. And, uh, you know, when you put them together, you get LA Beer Buddies. And they go around to all these breweries and, you know... They they have some of their stuff on YouTube or go to their Instagram, but uh, you know they just want to show a lot. They would they just want to do you know show love and support to a lot of these breweries. You know, hey, what do you what type of beer you recommend or the area and all that stuff. So, uh, uh to me, like being a hardcore craft person, I enjoy it. I fucking love it. And there are certain uh places that they've been to that I never heard of. So, and because of them, you know, um. You know, I go to some of the breweries that they went, so it's awesome. So, other than that, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, I done with uh, Big Al and PDP from LA Beer Buddies, and down the road we're gonna probably gonna do a part two. I think PDP has a special location at a brewery. We might we might do the podcast that I freaking can't wait. And uh, everyone, one last thing before we jump into the episode: all of October. For the Mega Man After Dark is going to be Beer Talks, everyone. Beer Talks. And, you know, I might have some little, uh, you know, surprise guests, you know, here and there and stuff like that. I like to keep all of you on your toes. So good things are coming on the Mega Man's podcast. And, uh, hey, Oktoberfest is around the corner, baby. You're going to get the holiday beer and you get some good German beer. All right, guys, everyone, you guys have an enjoyable three-day weekend. I love you guys. Be good. Be safe. Now, let's get to the episode. Later, guys. Not one, but two very special guests. I got my boy Big Al, and I got my boy PDP, and what do you get? L.A. Beer Buddies. What's up, guys? What's up, man? We were talking earlier, man. It's like PDP was like, be so honest with oh, like man. all these beer shit, like beer, beer gossip, this beer cheese man. It's not even gossip, bro. Yeah. It's beer facts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. What are, I mean, where do we begin? How have you guys been doing? 
Well, man, with this COVID, dude, it just slowed down everything, put the brakes on a lot of stuff, so. For you guys. Yeah, for the. Like, my life is speeded up. I'm a nurse, so it's like, uh, my life went from like, oh, it's going to oh. be a cool summer to like, oh, shit, we're being invaded by zombies. How was it like in the first, when the first, like, the first people started coming to your hospital, be like, oh, what the fuck's going on? Well, to be, to be honest with you, when it first hit, like, in our hospital, it came to us a little late. I live in Woodland Hills. Um, we were kind of like, all right, so how do we treat this? You know what I mean? And the first patient that we had intubated, I came into work that night and they fucking gave it to me, of course, right? I was freaking the fuck out. Like, I was freaking the fuck out because in my head I was thinking, I've got a sick dad at home. I don't want to take the shit at home with me. Like, if I get sick, it's cool. And then, like, after we took care of the patient, I was like, okay. But then it wasn't until, like, to be honest with you, it wasn't until I had my first young patient. Because I put out some videos, too, where I was talking about, like, oh, don't worry. If you're young, you're healthy, you'll be cool. I was watching some of that stuff. And then I had like a, a, a younger patient come in, healthy, but he had just waited too long to come to the hospital. He was just trying to take care of it himself. And then he ended up dying. And I was like, oh shit, this oh. is real. Like that's when, it, I don't know if you know this, my videos changed quite a bit. It was just, it went from like, if you're young, you're healthy, you're fine. To like, if you're young, you're healthy, you should, you should be good, but still wash your hands. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, I had three family members die. I had two close friends, so that's a total of five people. Wow. wow. So I, and I almost thought I had the COVID because uh, I was off work for two weeks. Didn't know I had a, a bad stomach flu, but my fever was like 105. Wow. That's and, crazy. and I lost 23 pounds in one week. Damn. So nice. I thought it was a COVID. I thought it was cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't Mega Man's looking good. I know, no, no. I lost a whole bunch. And my, my lady's like, what am I going to do? I can't take care of you. I was like, what the fuck's going on? Because they put that thing up my nose. That shit fucked oh. my eye up. I was, it messed, okay. something, messed my eyesight. For like three days. Wow. And it's like, what the fuck you do? It's like, I never seen that before. Oh, the test? Yeah. Yeah, because they go to the back, right? Yeah, I did the swab. I did everything. So I was out of work for like a month and a half. Bro, see, and, and, and here's the thing. You know, how, you know how people always talk about like, well, the flu. Well, it's not like the flu. More people get the flu. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So I ask people this one very simple question. Do you know anybody this year that's died from the flu? Do you know anybody last year that died from the flu? I who died from the flu. No, but what I mean by that is, like, all of us know somebody that's died from COVID, right? Mm-hmm. So the next time... Can we curse? Oh, yeah. yeah next time yeah. a motherfucker... Balls, yeah. yeah. <laughs> next time a motherfucker says, well, no, you guys are you say, bro, do you know somebody personally that died? And all of us in this room can say, we know personally know somebody that died. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, if you know somebody that died or know somebody of somebody that died, like, you know, everybody knows somebody. That's how bad COVID is. Long Beach was hot. A lot of COVID cases going down, Fourth Street going down, like all the apartments and everything. And there Close was just, quarters, bro. Yeah. Close quarters. And the quarantine, you got to stay in. But when you have apartments, like what happened with New York and everything, it's like. Well, my, my two cents on that is that I think that the government fucked up, right? I think that when they did the shutdown, what they should have done is actually when they reopened businesses, gave them supplies, and the people that were being paid to stay home actually paid them to go out and work and help open up businesses and keep them clean. And, and then people are like, well, they're getting paid more to stay home. So give them health benefits. If you give people health benefits, because people lost their health benefits, bro. Everybody that's been losing their jobs, they're staying home, they're getting sick. What do, what do they fucking do, right? Drink. And, and that's why I think the government kind of fucked up. Like, that's my two cents on that. <laughs> and, and they didn't protect our Latino community. Because 67% of the affected cases were Latinos, right? And, and, and I think that was more or less, they were going back to work being put in subpar conditions. 
Because, like, you know, there was this whole Black Lives Matter with the with this, with this everyone going out there and marching where everybody's like, oh, that's why everybody's getting sick. Their numbers dropped. The African-American community went from 4.7 to, like, a 4.2. So during the actions, their numbers didn't go up. So it's not, like, you know, I hate to say this, but white America was saying, oh, no, fucking, that's why people are getting sick. No, no, motherfuckers, because people were sent back out to work without the proper supplies and the proper training. And the minute us fucking savages, like us regular people, when businesses open back up, what do we do? We fucking all hit the bars. We all hit the restaurants. So now they're busier than they ever were before. And they're not, dude, once you get busy, you're just working. You're just trying to get food out there. And they're being exposed to all these fucking nasty motherfuckers coming into the restaurants. Yeah, I'm a central worker because I work at a grocery store. So I'm in the front lines. Bro. And I'm like, wear a mask. It's like, because I hate the mask because I sweat so much. Like, I'm sweating right now. You know, I'm getting nervous with you guys. You know? And I have to bring, I have to wear like four different types of masks because I sweat. That one's already wet. I have to get another one and another one and another one. And I can't fucking breathe. And messed up my ears right here. It It got affected. Oh man, I thought it was oh, a birthmark. Wow. Yeah, it is. No, it got affected because of the, the, where that string yeah. is tied and everything. So I have to get like a certain kind of uh, mask that's loose. Well, you could always peck to the top. Okay. Yeah, go to the top of your head, like the, the near the crown of the top. Unless I get to that face mask, that helmet. You know, and, and again, it's a heavy droplet. And, and my, my, my two cents on like, fuck, I keep saying two cents. Well, my five cents on the mask is this. If you're around a lot of people... Right, and there's somebody that's actively sick and sneezing. Even then, to get it from somebody just face to face is close to impossible. It's really you need to be in close quarters, and you need a large viral load of touching something and touching your face. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and that's why, like, remember with the toilet paper thing, how many motherfuckers were running into the stores? I was running. I was like, dude, how am I gonna take a shit with my fucking hand? No, bro, bidet. <laughs> you gotta get. I have bidets. I heard Joy Company say that. <laughs> hey, bro, I got I got bidets. I mean, I remember a Big Al was at my house. And Beatrice, poor Beatrice, his wife came out of the bathroom with like like her shirt was wet. And I was like, what happened? She goes, I thought that was the flush. So what's a bidet? You sit down and it just sprinkles water up your ass. It shoots water up your ass. Hell yeah. And it just cleans it, bro. It's like, listen, do you just wipe your dishes with a paper towel? Hell no. Okay, you wash your dishes. So why wouldn't you wash your uh. ass? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just yeah. saying. Yeah. If you, if you got shit on your hands, are you just gonna get a paper oh, towel and wipe it off? Yeah. You, you, smear got it. Point. you got a point. You smear it. <laughs> you got a smeared up ass. And My ass is clean, bro. Put some star signs in that. Yeah. <laughs> and if you don't have that shit rolled up tight, you might get some doo doo in your fingers. Oh, man. I'm, just, I'm just saying. Like, Double you know, ply, single you gotta ply. Wash. You gotta wash. I was worried about those toilets, man. I mean, those toilet papers. Oh, there's like a whole bunch. Now they're taking them back. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, I you don't mean, mind if I open it. Go open it. I, I, I think that Costco, Costco had that policy where you couldn't bring it back, right? Like if you if you overbought something, they mm-hmm. wanted something returned. Yeah. I mean, and here's the thing, they, they they played it up too, bro. We're all puppets. In the grand scheme of things, we're all puppets. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, let's talk about the beer industry. So yeah. <laughs> so right now, so right now we're drinking a Long Beach Beer Lab. Uh, what you call? It? Uh, what's it called? Uh, a Jew in space. It's a uh, it's a double hazy IPA, Galaxy Hops. In space? Jews. Oh, Jews. Oh, <laughs> smart. Because nice play. because <laughs> in that area, uh, the uh, uh, they're Jewish. They own that whole property oh, and everything. Shit. Yeah. Me <laughs> pouring right. Me pouring right. Yeah. So yeah. So right now we're drinking this, and it's it's really good. So I mean, a lot of, heads. A lot of yeah. cheers, cheers, bro. cheers. Mm. 
So, Mega Man, what do you want to talk about, bro? I want to talk about... I want to get down to the nitty-gritty, man. Already? Yeah, I want to get down. You have no foreplay? No. <laughs> no, no, I skipped that, dude. Hey, I was all about foreplay. <laughs> I don't need that shit. I'm, my dick's already hard. Bro, he's got it. That's why his name's got double G's in it. I know. You gotta hit that G's twice. <laughs> so, like, with Big Al, so yes, from all this COVID and everything, you've seen all these breweries are just... They're, they're hanging by a thread. Yeah, you know what? Uh, I have an interesting story with... Uh, um, Cerveceria del Pueblo. He's been working on this brewery in Pasadena for a while, and he he just got the permit to open, and they told him he got it closed because of the COVID. He's like he had, he, it took him, I think three years that I've known him, but he's probably been working on that for a long time. Solo guy, he's been working it on his own to finally open, and then the city tells him he's got it closed. So he started doing the canning and delivering right away, you know. Because yeah, smart, yeah. Because how's he doing on that? Uh, he's doing pretty good, I think. Uh, he, you know what? And that's um, he's been getting some good media coverage. Uh, he's the only one that I've seen, like in Channel Fifty Two, that the only brewery in LA that I've seen. Oh no, no, there was another one, Rev Rev Brewery, I think, that was also on on a Spanish channel that spoke Spanish, talking about an LA brewery. You know. So that was kind of impressive, you know, for me, because I don't really hear that right. in the Latino community. I mean, and especially since that guy really didn't even know how to make beer when he started the process. Yeah, he, he went to school. Sounds like uh, Feather Serpent. Cause he, Aurelio. He, he I heard know, that one too. He, right? didn't, he, didn't, he didn't know how to make beer. He, he had a beer kit in the truck. Yeah, no, yeah, he didn't know how to make Big Batch. He did Small Batch, though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, did, he was like a home brewer. Like, yeah. And he wasn't even like a long-term home brewer. But he was just thrown in there. It's like, yeah. I'm going to start. It's like, without making any beers. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. So I went there when he first opened. Because my office is right down the street from there. So gotcha. I, yeah, I went there when he first opened up. And I was talking to him. And he was telling me about how he was just dumping batches. Like he's like he's like something would go wrong with the batch and they just dump a whole batch. Uh, I was like, and I just couldn't imagine. Cause yeah. I know at home, it's a lot of money. When I, when I make a bad batch of beer at home, you know what I do? I fucking drink it. <laughs> like, That's I your make, shit. I, I figure out different ways to make it taste good because I can't. Like mm-hmm. I'll add juice to it. I'll add hard liquor to it. I'll oh do it. shit! Like there's just so many things you can do to beer. You mm-hmm. there really are a lot of things that you can do to make a bad beer taste good. Unless it's just like really bad, then you just gotta dump it. But I couldn't imagine. He was dumping a whole tank. Shit. A whole tank. But you know what? The community there support. Like, they, they, they supported him. Like, I, whenever I've gone there, he's not been empty. Yeah. He's not been empty. Has good beers. You know? I, I think they've gotten a lot better. I think that, the, that he's, like, he's, he's actually matured. I think that um, he brought in the right people to help. Mm-hmm. And kind of like, and shout out to Rose School. I oh. think I think George, he, George, George? Yeah, oh yeah, Mister Mister, I call Mister Icy Man. Oh, I, he gave me a black bottle of him and the leader collab with uh, Big uh, Big Boys Brewery. Oh yeah, that black dude, that shout, black bottle. Shout out to Big Boys, dude. Yo, David, David's like the the, the godfather of beer, dude. He knows he's awesome, dude. He's he's a person where you could shoot him a message at any time, and he'll answer. Oh like, yeah, he'll answer. Be like, hey man, I can't figure out why my ABV isn't hitting this or why that. And he'll be like, oh, did you try this? Like, what did you play my Like, he just gives solid advice. The guy is a wealth of knowledge. Yeah. Wealth there, of knowledge. There's a lot of home brewers, like, we you know, with SoCal Cervecetos. Like, they're just killers after killers after killers. And I'm like, I think some of these home brewers can go out with some big boys over there in the brewery seats. Well, let me, let me tell you a little story on that. Uh, so, I started the flight tours in uh, mm. 2013, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I was going to, well, it, well, let's go back a little bit more then. Uh, I did a, a camping trip from LA to Portland, Oregon. Okay. And, uh, and we invited our friend Danny to come with us. Um, it was Thomas and Danny and myself. And Danny's the one that said, let's hit breweries on the way up there. 
I said, all right, cool. I, I, I wasn't aware of what breweries were or anything. So strictly campsites and breweries all the way to Portland, Oregon. Damn. And uh, yeah, and I tell everybody, I always say that I gained 20 pounds on that trip. So we did that. And when we came back from that, I wanted to hit the breweries in LA because I loved it. The, the, the price was so reasonable. The, the beers were so fresh. I loved Over it. Over there? Yeah, from, yeah. On, no on state trip. And no state tax either. Oh, in Portland, right? It was a trip when we got there too. That was a yeah, and okay. you can't and you can't uh, fill your own gas. Yeah, yeah, that was kind of weird. <laughs> right? And then also on the driving, if there's anybody on the right side, you got to go to the left side. You what? know? Yeah, like um, uh, you know, I guess so you won't run them over or something. But that was another weird thing. And then they said uh, if you see California plates, you'll see them speeding. You know, you know, uh, out in Portland. Well, anyways, we did that. It came back to L.A. I said, I'm going to hit the breweries here in L.A. And there were no breweries out here. This was about 2010 or, or something like that, 2009. Um, and then they started popping up, you know, Eagle Rock, Golden Road. Uh, that, there was this uh, tiny bit tabby or something like that. It was in on Santa Fe, uh, Santa Fe, the street. Well, anyways, and then I, I said, let me check these out. And I said, well, you know what? I could probably do a little tour with family and friends going around in L.A. and introducing them to them because a lot of Latino community didn't know what it was because it's in LA. They thought it was a bar and that only 21 and over. So what I wanted to do is just educate everybody that it's more than just that, you know, uh, and it's a community, you know, um, a community that could come and it's like the watering hole, like back in the days yeah. of watering holes where you see the all walks of life coming in just to have a beer and just hang sounds, out. Sounds right? like a dive bar. Yeah, well, yeah, I guess. But, you know, with family, though, that, that's the oh, thing. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, I love that. And then I found out that th there was no competition. There was, there was, like, one brewery helping another brewery. Like, hey, we got to order cakes, but we have to order this amount. You want to go halfers on it? Sure. You know, and then they, they, they helped each other and got the cakes. And I love that about it, you know, how they were helping each other out. Like, oh, no, I'm just going to keep this to myself, and uh, you, you work on your own stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. It wasn't like that. They were open and, and very friendly. Dude, it was awesome. So, and then from there, <clears throat> I started doing uh, beers, and that's where Peter jumped in. He went to one of the... He was a liquor drinker. Uh, scotch. Really? Yeah. Scotch what, what was your... What kind of scotch? Ooh, I like Japanese whiskeys, and then I like McAllen, and I like the... Glen Moranje, I just, I do, I like a little bit. I was a hard liquor drinker, right? There's a lot, a lot of people are getting like Japanese whiskey right now. I'm, I'm, I'm heavy. I actually picked up a Nika, uh, day Nika. How which much? Is like how much? A hundred bucks. Actually, I got it for eighty nine dollars. Oh, seems reasonable. Yeah, yeah, and they only had six bottles. But yeah, that's all. <laughs> I and I was not a beer guy until he took me on a beer tour. Uh huh. Yeah, and that's what I wanted to uh, expand people's palates. It's not just, you know, getting a. 24 pack getting shit faced you know it's like those coronas and modelos right and you know there's a time and place for everything but and if you just want to hang out have a good beer uh, just re and you know and then some of them are like at 7 8% they're saying 7.6 right and then people that are just drinking modelos will start drinking this like it's a modelo like it's a modelo up. and they're just hammered dude sounds like LA uh, LA week <laughs> but see, but that's I think that that's that's yeah. the only place that you have right now where you're more likely to run into people that are also like you know we like talked about the three groups of beer. Yes. Like, uh, Let's talk about that. Okay, so so I have this theory on the three types of beer drinkers out there, right? And this is just beer enthusiasts. There's three levels to that shit. You have the super nerdy like purist. That like you know they won't even call a hazy beer a hazy beer. They're like no, it's a New England IPA. Um, yeah, 
<laughs> and, 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 and if you call it a hazy, they'll kind of give you that stink eye, right? And they go to every can release and they expect you to know every fact. And they're like, well, this is brewed by this guy. This batch was so much better than that batch, right? And if you beer snobs, they're beer snobs. They are beer snobs, right? Yeah. And then you got that middle group that's just like, if there's a can release and they're like, yo, I like the last release, they'll go and pick it up and show support and they drink and they have a good time, but mm-hmm. they're not so serious about it. That's me right there. Right? And then you have the the, the, the toe dippers. You know what I mean? Like they, they'll go to the Ralphs and maybe, you know, get the modern times. Uh, like, oh my God, they've got craft IPAs here. And they got like, Boston Lagers variety pack. Right? And then, but they won't, like, they're not the Modelo Corona drinkers, but they're like the IPA stouts. Like, you know, they, they go to a bar like, oh, so what do you have on tap? You know, oh, you have an IPA? I'll take that IPA. They're like the, that type of drinker. But when you go to like LA Beer Week, you have all three of them there, right? You have all three types of people there. But it's the only place that I feel like I run into people from the beer community that are more like me. That are more like the middle group. That like, we want to support craft beer, but we're like not going to talk shit to you just because you don't know everything about it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because that, I hate that shit. And that's, and that's why I love Beer Week. I love Beer Week. I love Beer Week. I love the independent festivals. I like the stuff that SoCal Cero Ciros does. Because I agree with you. I think that their beers could head on, take on almost every brewery out there. Oh, yeah, no matter what. That, that's where I Ex- off. Except for, I'll, just, I'll leave it on this. <laughs> okay. I think here's the dangers of a small brewery like, like SoCal Cero Ciros State. And I learned this through when we did a collab with... Um, Feral Earth. Feral Earth. When you do those small batches, you can be very daring in the kind of Oh, the guy from San Vito. Yeah. Oh, he right. don't fuck around over there. Yeah. He'll yeah. fuck you up. Yeah, no, but, but, but like, you'll spend like $150 on, or a, a two, close to 200 bucks on a five gallon. Yeah. You can't oh, yeah. do that when you're doing big batch. You just can't. So then you have to figure out ways to get those flavors at a cheaper cost. And that's where I think that some of these home brewers, when they go into big brewing, it's hard. Because now you can't, you can't make that $100 five-gallon batch or a $150 five-gallon batch. You need to cost, cost it so that you can charge $4 for a fucking beer. And you do like 30 gallons or whatever it may be. So, yeah, dude. I think that, I think that that's – I definitely think that the, I think that the home brewers can definitely fucking challenge a lot of the big brewers out there. Out of all the SoCal Cervecetas, I know they're going to hear this too. Out of all the home brewers out there, you know who kills it? Mojo's. Mojo's uh, Brewery. Oh. The guy with the dog face. The dog face? Yeah, he has that puppy. Mm. He makes some killer fucking beers. Yeah, that one. I think I've had it, man. And um, fucking uh, Big Boys. Big Boys has some good. Uh, bipolar? Mm-hmm. I don't know Bipolar. I think Big Boys makes a good. He makes great staple beers. Yeah. Uh-huh. His red. His Pilsner, man. The, the Pilsners, the Dude. Reds, the, the homie that he oh, has the with red. them. Yeah. The homie that makes the red with him. I forgot his name, but I, all I gotta say is. When it comes to the staple beers, if you want a staple beer, big boys. If you want experimental, people like Farrell, right? And if you that want cherry, that cherry chocolate beer, bro. And if you want something in the middle, Brujeria, Skull, Rose Skull, like all those guys. Even like fucking uh, what's his name? Um, he does all the stickers. He does Wicked, Wicked, Brew. Wicked, dude. Oh, Wicked. He's oh, this will pull uh, the shit stickers out from Wicked Brew. He, he he's the man, shit, dude. No, but he pulls shit out where you're just like, you're like, you're like, hey, I got something for you. Take this home, dude. He, like, he's just like nonchalant, like, and but the beer is like, damn. Yeah. Dude. He gave me like a mango IPA. I was like, what the, the fuck? Penny dropper? Yes, <laughs> yeah. bro. And it, even his stouts, they're like, they, I, they all make good beer, bro. They make good they're beer, and, they, and they're very helpful to each other, but. When how Big Al was talking about how the breweries used to help each other, bro, 
these breweries are fucking cutthroat with each other right now. Nobody wants to help anybody and they oh talk shit. God. Even with collaborations, they're like, we don't want to do a collab because we don't want you to see our secrets. I heard some shit about Border X. Like, the... I mean, oh. Where we in Southgate? Yeah, I heard some shit about them. I know the story. Yeah, but you... I know, I know, the, I know the head brewer right there. Yeah, so, so even I heard some shit about that and I'll be, I'll, be, I'll be frank with you. Like, I went to the one in San Diego. They make cool beers. But it wasn't something that I was like, I don't see a reason for anyone wanting to steal their recipe. The collaboration was with Border X and was going to be with Sabessa Bundao. That's when, when they had Julio and they had Bookworm and they had Ray. There was a lot Bookworm of drama that happened and, and Preston's Brewery got a little bit offensive. Like, hey man, this is my shit. You're copying mine. All I know is I heard Lewis and Ray get into it. That's all I know. Well, I just, I just don't like the fact that here... I think the beer community is small enough and big enough that you could all work together. Mm-hmm. Nobody needs to beef with nobody. Because at the end of the day, yeah. good beer is good beer, bad beer is bad beer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And matter of fact, bad beer is a matter of taste. Yeah. You know, there, there will be somebody in the room that'll be like, yo, that shit's fire. And you're like, oh no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So with a lot of the breweries, like, you know, they're kind of like, they're hanging by a thread. I, I live in Long Beach. There's some, a lot of breweries here I won't mention, you know, but there's some that are hanging by a thread. And it just like man. I think it's gonna get worse because I think the breweries oh, were already. Man. So I tried opening a tap room, right? Oh I really? Tried, I tried opening a tap room. Okay. It was gonna be in North Hollywood next to Idle Hour. Idle Hour is like this giant barrel. The city shut me down. Like, and and the thing that sucks about if you're trying to open anything is you have to get the space before you can apply for permits. So you have to get the space, and then they're like, "No, you're on the same block as Idle Hour. They have a no competition clause. You need to go to a different block." I didn't know that. So yeah. Wow. So then I moved to a different area, and they're like, "You need a hot kitchen." I'm like, okay, so I built a little spot with just a little stove, and then they were like, no, you need a real kitchen. I'm like, oh shit, okay. So then I'm, I didn't do it, and I'm glad I didn't do it. It was a waste of fucking money, but with everything that's going on right now, breweries were already, because there's bad beer, bro. Like, unless you make, and the, and the thing that kind of sucks is like, it's the supreme mentality. Mm-hmm. Unless you're doing something special, people won't come support you. There's only a few breweries that get away with just making the staple beers and still succeeding. Like San Fernando, they don't do fancy bougie, they don't do any hazies, they don't do any sours, they do IPAs, doubles, triples, reds, just regular beers. Dr. Sleep, man. Wow, that's it. That is oh. a special beer. But that's it. But the community supports the shit out of them. Mm-hmm. I've never gone there where it's empty. Bro, last oh, yeah. I was busy as hell. Right? And the owners are cool, the, everybody's cool. But then you go to other breweries where if they're not doing some crazy, hazy, like that's why I'm like, even Monkish is falling off, right? Like, yeah, Monkish probably fucking block Megan, I don't know why. Well, yeah, bro, they're that? falling off. They're falling, because again, everybody's kind of done with their gimmicks. They make good beer, but there's better beer out there. I think Highland Park makes better beer than that. Oh, yes, I've been hearing a lot of good things about Highland Park. And then what's the other one that we were talking, we always Arrow Lodge. Arrow Lodge. Arrow Lodge in my Oh, Amy, the head brewer out there? Yeah. You know she lives in Northern California? And she comes, flies over here, and travels over here just to make the beers and goes back home? I, 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 I will say, I think that right now, they give a lot of people... And Ogopogo, they give... Dude, there's, there's so Ogopogo's many... Ogopogo's good. Yeah. Yo, Ogopogo is a sleeper brewery. Yeah, they don't, I think... You know, they sleeper be, brewery. Yeah. Like, people don't, yeah, people don't talk about them, but no one's ever said anything bad about their beer. Who's your top five? I want to know your top five. Who's your top five top and who's, five. Your dark, who's your dark horse? 
Mm. Top five. Okay. You want to you go well, first? We want to go well, first? Well, well, Mixer. Does that have to be one or five? It could be any. My, my, I'll say right now, Island Park is my number one. Okay. Arrow is my number two. I agree. So I'll say the same thing. Um, on that. You know what? For, for IPH, the beach? What's I like... the beach? Uh, Redondo? Is it Redondo? El Segundo. El Segundo. Oh, yeah. oh they don't Segundo. fuck around. Number three. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they El don't Segundo. fuck around. But the Power Plant Triple is way yeah. better than the Piney of the Piney of the Younger. Yeah, that's... We they, did talk about yeah, that. Yeah? yeah? You talk thing, about yeah. that? Yeah. I talked to the, just, the owners. They all came. It's like, hey, what do you think about Piney of the Younger? It's like, dude, I can get this shit at El Segundo. <laughs> and they're like, huh? <laughs> they got all buttered. Bro, it's, it's the supreme of beers. It's yeah. not worth the hype, but it is worth the hanging out with the homies. Yeah, we, we it's, a, it's, it's, a it's a thing. It's a thing. It's a thing. It's a, it is a thing because we always end up working the night before and we're like, let's go get Pliny yeah, together. Yeah. Like, <laughs> short little that. glasses. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Those are my three. Number four, and are we talking like just LA? Any, any, any. Oh, Russian River, oh. dude. I like Russian yeah, River. Yeah, I mean, you, you it could be anyone in the United States. Oh, fuck. I was just Oh, okay. We'll go with LA. Because no, uh, otherwise, I was going to say my new number one right now, just like worldwide, is Moonraker. I really like their and, shit. Yeah, we just... We just had the, that first yeah, one. Yeah, that was very I, delicious. I, I really yeah. like them. But then I even like Belgian Beaver. Oh, I like... Belgian Beaver's pretty good. But like for LA, LA? Hmm. I have to say, I have to say Highland Park. Highland yeah, Park is my number one. Highland Park. Uh, I just, you know what I don't like about them at sometimes is when I go to pick up beer and they'll just have fucking Pilsners. It's like because all the rest of their shit just sells out like this and it's just fucking cases of Pilsner. Um, dude, there was this one that they had like a bacon of beer, dude. I think what? He, a whole hand <laughs> he hasn't done it a, 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 since, I don't think. But that was so delicious. It's like bacon in a fucking beer, dude. Dark Horse Celador. Where's that? Oh, Celador, yeah. Van Nice. I heard about someone had them on the podcast. Deuce from LA's podcast had them on. Yeah, I yeah. think that, I think they're an underrated brewery. I think that they are one of LA's most underrated, especially if you like sours. Mm-hmm. I don't think anyone does them better. I don't think there's a single brewery in LA that does sours better than them, and I'll put money on that. I mean, I tried tried dry. I, the only sours I had was from Dry Rivers, right across from Indie Brewery. Oh, fucking uh, Lady Roja. Mm-hmm. Oh, I yeah. think I think that even they've had their challenges. I mean, their their gypsy brewer bounced out. Even like just kind of like, hey, did you see what Josiah's doing? He's like traveling all over the U.S. Yeah, and just like fucking like buying up all brewing equipment from any well, brewery that Josiah goes Josiah was uh, he was at Iron the, Triangle. Yeah, Iron Triangle. And yeah, they push yeah. but pedal pushers in Thousand Oaks. Uh huh. Yeah, he's, he's he's a smart guy. He's, yeah, it's, it's nice following him, dude. Huh? You, you, it's nice following him. You know, it's like you're with him. You know. Yeah. So what is he? He's trying to open a brewery. Bacterious. Yeah, he opened a brewery. In oh. Thousand Oaks called Pedal Pushers. Because Iron Triangle, they closed down. Yeah. Well, that was just yeah. I think I don't know. Felt like that was just like a. Well, you know what? You know how money, we're talking money about? laundering. <laughs> <laughs> how we're talking about breweries closing? There's a couple that just opened too, like a paperback brewery. I think in. I heard Burbank. about that. Yeah. Oh, as a matter of fact, I got one of their beers here. Okay. That's close to me. I and uh, yeah, paperback. They just opened probably last month. And another one. Ah, uh, man, I, I, they were all in jumpsuits, like white jumpsuits. I forgot what it was called, but that one just opened probably two weeks ago. You know. Uh-huh. So there's some that are still opening. So, I, I guess. Oh, and then another thing about the kitchens is that there's uh, the the breweries are considered bars and not restaurants. You know, the, well, that's they're they're not getting the same treatment as bars are right now. 
Like, breweries are really getting fucked over. Or, like, because even if they serve food, they're making them shut down you and know, shit. I, I just want to say this. Uh, Lloyd Brown, it has this thing where, uh, I'll send it to you guys, where you could just write to Gavin Newsom and, and talk about, like, you know, give them a break, you know? Like, the, you know, to be categorized differently, you know? I definitely think, I think that the, the breweries need support, dude. Like, whenever I go to a brewery, I, I, I fucking support, dude. I buy not just the beer, I like, because I know they make more money on, like, merchandise and shit like that. Yeah, they so do. it's like, you know, you got to support however you can, and some people just can't afford to do it that way, so just support it however you can. The only three breweries are, like, making, like, or staying busy is Long Beach Beer Lab, because they have their patio outside, you can eat food, and they have kitchen and everything, so they're good. Ten Miles... And ambitious, but those are the only three trademarks. Of course, yeah, but Long Beach Beer Lab is—they're they're making is always busy making like cam releases after cam releases. And there's times you see Mo like Mo, what are you doing over here from Craft Beer Kings? Oh, Mega Man went to go get all this shit. <laughs> I gotta sell my shit. I, I got—I told Mo it's like Mo, you gotta bring a Craft Beer Kings in Long Beach. You yeah. need one because I'm not driving to El Monte. No way. There's so, certain beers that you can't get. So I went to one in uh, El Monte. Is that the same one, Craft Beer Kings? Does, does he have like a few of them? He something? has two, only two of them. So Monte and there's a one in La Habra. Oh, okay. It's in a neighborhood right now. Because uh-huh. uh, he owns uh, the VP uh, gas station right here on 7th Street. So he's always in Long Beach. Oh. So and all that stuff. So that's why we need it because there's a lot of stuff that we can't get. And yeah. since he's buddy buddies with Alvarado Street Brewery yeah. and Aero Lodge, he yeah. gets all his shit, you know, first. It's uh, like, he, he makes connections. And, yeah. you know, and when he brought all the, he, make, he went to New York for that beer festival, who, what kind of beers did he bring? Other halves. <laughs> oh, okay. So you ever had wow, other halves? So he had it here this yeah. year? Yeah. Wow. I had to go get, I had to go get some. He, he did me like, hey, Steven, you want to go to your other house? Like, I never heard of that. I was like, dude, oh, better go get it. Uh, I had it. It was good. There? I did. I had it. But you know, you know the brewery on the there was two breweries on the East Coast that really fucking blew my socks off. One, Trillium. The hype is real. Trillium. The hype is fucking real, dude. Their beer is fucking Trillium. Trillium. Yeah, they're they're. Um, I think they're considered like top five in the world. Wow. I think they're considered top five in the world, dude. They're they had a beer garden in the middle of a fucking park. What the fuck? Like a park. <laughs> a fucking park. Like you walk in, there's like water on the right side, and there's just like fucking this beautiful outside eating area. Like they got food, they got beer. Like I went to their little brewery to buy stuff, and they were assholes, but the outside part was like fucking amazing. And then there was this um, night shift. It was like in the middle of fucking nowhere. Oh, night shift. Night shift. Yeah. And like, you know, us, all That's three of us are night shift. Yeah. All three of us are yeah, night yeah, shift. Yeah, yeah, but, Shifters. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, man. It was like some, some amazing beer. Amazing beer. I want to see what types of hops are using because a lot of people are getting their hops in New Zealand now. Yeah, New Zealand yeah. hops. But you know, have you know? Okay, so here's another thing that I've heard. Crap, crap beer secret. Um, they're not hopping as much as they used to anymore. Like the, like the bittering. Bittering is gone. That's why, like, I think it is. Because I heard stories about yeah, that. Yeah, because everybody's doing these quick boils where they're just doing like a five minute or less of bittering the beer, and they're just fucking doing all the bittering for like dry hopping and stuff like that. So you get the flavors and the aromas, right? Mm-hmm. But you don't get the bitterness because as much as people try to act like they like beer, they like that juicy, like flavorful, non bitter. Almost like fucking fruit juice beer nowadays. Like the hazies mm-hmm. that we're drinking. What happened to brewed IPAs? That's a one hit wonder. It was a one hit wonder. <laughs> yeah, it I was remember. a one hit wonder. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I went to a store and Ballast Point has a brewed IPA. It's like, let me go get some of that. Is then people are like, 
You're drinking that ballast point? It's like, well, fuck. I just want to try it. Are they still around? I think they are. Oh, yeah. What? Brood or ballast point? Ballast point. <laughs> that was cool. Are they still around? Well, you know what? Yeah, you were talking about the ingredients. How uh, before they, they were using uh, quality ingredients like the oh, yeah. sculpting, and then when they got bought off, they're like, "Yeah, I think we could cut down on you know the quality." They fucked up. They fucked you know? up. They fucked up. They, that's what took them out of the conversation. That's what makes Russian River and some of these other breweries good, is because they use quality ingredients and they charge you for it though. Mm-hmm. Like honestly, like look, Pliny's good. Like, Pliny is good. Pliny the Elder is good. But I think Blind Pig's better. Like, I just... And it's fucking... And nobody talks about it. Well, but. you know, and then that comes to, like... It's asking you what's your favorite song. What's the best song ever that anybody wrote? You'll say something. Like, Duran Duran Wild Boys. You know? <laughs> it could go to that, you know? No, you know what? Mine's Lovely Day, bro. Lovely Day. I wake up to that shit every day. <laughs> lovely Day. When the sunshine hits your eyes. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. to me, like, the best beer I ever tried was uh, El Segundo Power Plant. Oh, right, triple right, IPA. Right. See, and that's, and that's what I mean. It's, that's an accessible beer. Yeah, it's an accessible it is. You beer don't have to make a line for it. Yeah, you don't have to fucking make a line for it. And, you know, but you don't see people giving it its credit, right? Never. There's, there's no one out there saying, yo, we should have a day where they do a limited release on that, right? Or just go hang out there. But nobody talks about it. Instead, it's just like fucking Planning the Elder or Planning the Younger, right? And I'm like, I'm, I'm the asshole that goes lines up too. But I don't, we don't line up. We've got a spot that we go to. But, um, but still, I think, yeah. I don't know, man. You know who I saw uh, last year they, when they did the release, uh, El Segundo? Steve Austin. Really? Oh, yeah. yeah that, the, the, the Steve Austin's beer, the, 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 the skull. Damn. Damn. Oh, he's got it. He got it right there. there. Broken skull. He All does right. not mess around. That that has to be. That's a fucking good beer right there, dude. And he hangs out there, dude. Takes he lives pictures in, with people. He lives in Santa Monica. I didn't know that. Yeah, he lives dude. in Santa Monica. Yeah, he's right that's there. So he's awesome, always dude. over there supporting. You know, like, hey, I'm gonna try something. He's retired, so that's like. The, ever since that, I mean, I love his beer. You know, that's gross. I mean, El Segundo. They don't fuck around. They don't. They don't, bro. They're consistent. Very consistent. It's something about that fucking beach air. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like even when, when you go to like dudes, like dudes doesn't fuck around, but it's just like I've been there. Dudes, it's dudes okay. Doesn't fuck around. I think I think Smoke City. Got, yeah. Oh. Oh, have you heard of Cosmic Brewery? No. Where's that at? Okay, check it out, man. Is so we, check it out. What city? It's right there. It's right yeah. where Monk is. And Smoke City. You could just walk it just to the like in the back side. Well, anyways. They, they're the ones, the first ones that I've been to that does the automated um, uh, beer tap, tap thing yeah. where you get, a, you get a card, you put your card on, and then you just pour your beer. and then well, you, pick, you can pick whatever beer you want. Oh, to. yeah. You could, there's a whole draft line. I don't know how, how many it was, but it was a lot, and you could pick whichever one you want. There are some, and actually what I love about it is that they, they, uh, they support um, animal rescues. Ooh, okay. you know? So yeah. there will be one beer that the percentage will go to an animal rescue. And, and at w- some weekends I'll have like pet adoptions. And um, they'll also do um, the, uh, the telescope. They'll bring out the telescope on a Friday and just look at the stars and stuff. You the know? one? Yeah. <laughs> so it was, it was real cool. And it's just, and man, they're so, but wait, not wait. a lot of people know about them. Were they the ones that got hit, got in trouble? Yeah, for uh, I think an Instagram thing. So yeah, fucking Tiger King. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, yeah, damn. Yeah, but yeah, they're there. You know, are, are uh, they still there? 
Yeah, they're still there. Okay. As far as I know, but I have to check up on them. But. There's a lot of good breweries out in Torrance. Strands Company. Yeah. Oh, uh, Strands, yeah. Kings Harbor and Redondo. Oh, Kings Harbor, the brewer just left to Eureka. Philip uh, McDaniels? Eureka up north? Yeah. I went to Eureka. He's up there. I went to Eureka. Dude, Eureka is, is hood. Oh, yeah. Really? It's hood. Bro. So, I, w- I was out there for a family affair, and... I the the hotel that I got, I thought it was a nice hotel from the pictures. It was like hood, right? And there was a grocery store across from it, which was a co-op grocery store, which I, I, it's the weirdest shit I've ever seen. Co-op, I, I don't understand. I don't know they, okay, so they sell weed. Oh, and it's a grocery store. Oh, oh. okay. Oh, you're right. You're right there in Humboldt. Humble, do it. When I went, when I did that trip, dude. Up north, it seemed like I, I was in another... It's another world. Fucking... Yeah, dude, it's fucking And it was cold as fuck. Dude. It was like 47 degrees. Oh, that's, my and rain. that's my weather. That's my type of yeah. weather right there. Oh, man. No, I, like I think they wanted to branch off from Southern California. Northern, Northern California wanted yeah. to branch off and do their own thing. Well, they did. Because they didn't want to deal with all the, the tax and the politics. Yeah. And yeah. Oregon, I can see that, race. though. Yeah. Cause right there by Oregon, so yeah. chill, man. You had their humble beer here. What was that? I think that humble. Yeah, there was this by him. It has hemp seeds in yeah, it, right? Yeah, right. What'd you think about that? You ever tried that? I, mean, I tried it, but it's not something like oh wow, you know. You know, I think that's that's a fucking overblown hype. The CBD beers. Really? Okay. Fucking, it. I it's. I don't know, man. <laughs> I think like everybody thinks CBD cures everything. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like kind of like for Indian people. Like back when you were a kid, there were two things that fixed everything: red label. Johnny Walker, because we were poor and they didn't have black label, and tea. Like, if your stomach hurts, your mom gives you tea. If anything else hurts, your dad gives you red label, right? And now CBD, CBD is kind of like that. Like, you're like, oh, I have anxiety issues. You should try CBD. Oh, man, I'm having issues going to sleep. You should try CBD. Oh, man, I have bad skin and my joints hurt. You should try CBD. You know what I mean? Yeah. I had this person yesterday. He's like, you're going to have the monster? Yeah. This is stupid. This is not my question. This is some follower. He's like, what did they give the name IPA for? You know, like an IPA. This guy does not know the whole story of how IPA was made because, you know, it goes oh, on. Yeah. Well, the, and and the that's the thing. Exporting or like, yeah, how they travel and they needed something And that's to the thing with the, yes. uh, the flight tours that I like to do is uh, when, when we're going from brewery to brewery, I like to... They'll bring up questions like that, you know, and I like to tell them and inform them of what the whole story about. that happened yeah. when came out from Even India. Like a porter, like why why they called it a porter? You guys heard nah, about why? Nah. So the story that I heard was because the the ships would come into the port and the sailors would be either loading, unloading the ships, and they didn't have time for a meal, so they just had a beer that had enough Calories, nutrients. It had enough carbs in it. Yeah, to sustain, to sustain them. them. So those were called porters, you know, and and actually. What what I heard also is that the the, the stouts is uh, we call stouts here in the United States, but everywhere else are considered like a dark porter or an imperial porter is what a stout imperial is. porter. That's yeah, what that's I always want to figure out. Like, well, I mean, you have stouts, but when you call it imperial stout, is that like a stronger kind of beer? Well, yeah, well, here no, traditionally it is, right? It's like anything yeah, greater imperial percent. Uh, I think it's like anything greater than an eight is considered imperial here. It, I might be wrong. I'm sure somebody will correct me. Yeah, well, yeah, we're uh-huh. just spitting stuff, but it's it, that's that's what I understand that uh, that the stout that we call here is actually an imperial porter. So I guess you could call it a stout or imperial porter, but uh-huh. right here everybody's calling it a stout, yeah. like the the Guinness stout. Everybody's, you know, they haven't tried um, uh, craft beers and 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 like the the Guinness stout with that nitrogen in it, right? That's yeah. just delicious. It is delicious. You ever tried a purple Guinness beer? 
purple Guinness. Oh no, I have it. Like, they say like making my way drinking that. That's a girly drink. It's like it's good, dude. <laughs> What's but the it, purple Guinness? It, it, yeah, they have it. it over there. You have to get over there in uh, in Ireland. Oh, okay. But some guy brought it over here. I tried it. It was really good. But it's like, you know, you can't drink that over there in Ireland. So why? So they'll, they'll, they'll make fun of you. So why? Because that's a girly drink. But it's a delicious beer. But it's the beer's purple. Is it like uh, White Claw? Or it's no, like no, no. Beer? It's like a dark, like, it's stout. It's stout? Beer. Yeah, it's dark. Oh, okay. Yeah, but, it's like, but when you pour it, it's like, it's purple. Wow. Interesting. It's really, really good. Oh, you have to I look it up. You have to look, but it's really I, good. I'll try it. I, I like yeah. ciders. I like, I like, I like a little bit of everything. I, I don't. It's funny. I used to have preferences when it came to beers, uh-huh. and now it's just my mood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like my, my 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 fridge has a, a little bit of everything in it. You uh-huh. know, like if it's stupid hot, I like pilsners. I love pilsners. Yes, pilsners or Kosh. I, I oh, like you know what? I got a pilsner. <laughs> this guy yeah. brings everything, yeah. dude. Look which one. Look at which one though. Which one? <laughs> Oh, I saw that right there at Hobson Vine. I was gonna get this as fuck COVID. Yeah, there you go, man. Four percent, <laughs> yeah. dude. I got some beer. I got two beers for you. It's a three point six. It's a it's a it's a orange juice beer. Orange from juice. Lom- it's from Long Beach Beer Lab. Okay, I, I guess just had, I just had an orange juice beer. It was made out of orange concentrate. I want to say two days ago. I don't remember who it was by. I don't know. It was fucking delicious though. They threw, literally you, threw orange concentrate in. Wow. Yeah. Did you try the broken skull yet? Oh no, I didn't. Man, try it, dude. Cheers. Cheers. I wonder if you try to make it like a. He drinks Bud Light, right? It's right here. Oh wow. Right there. Oh wow. It's. Wow, it's legit. Dude. Yeah, it's legit. Really. It's, you know what? You can pour those. That you could drink those like like all day. See, that's you know, I'm, I'm I'm gonna save this one if you don't mind. Save I it. Beatriz, my. Yeah, those are because I have a whole bunch, and you know, because I have a cellar over there on the other side of Long Beach, and I have all my other. Three percent. Yeah. Wow. You can drink that. I'm not gonna lie. I'm a fan of the low ABV beers. I really am. Anything low is cool because you can just just drink and not get fucked up. When when I was younger, I'd shoot for like the the sixes and sevens, right? Like when you're younger, like the arrogant bastards and shit like that. And then as I got older. I'm like, I like to session. I like to have myself a good beer that's chill and low ABV. You know what I mean? And low uh, IBUs. <laughs> well, we got to think about the IBUs too. Where we have issues with IBU. Really? Yeah, because you know what IBUs, right? Like the bitterness. Mm-hmm. So International bitterness, bitterness unit. Yeah. Yeah, so it's funny because people be like, oh, that has a high IBU and they'll drink it. And they're like, oh my God, I can taste the bitters. I'll be fucking honest with you. There's been some beers where there'll be like a high IBU and I don't taste any fucking bitters. <laughs> but then there'll be some fucking beers that has a low IBU and I'm like, what the fuck? This just tastes like ass. And, and you know what? To me, to me, that IBU thing is um, that, that we're, you know, stand behind. I, I, I feel that the, you, you heard of Progress Brewery in South and Mountain? Yes. Okay. So I've been there are- one time and I've been there Angry Horse. Okay. So uh, Progress, they're ex-chemists. And they were working on something that could actually measure the IBUs accurately. So for me, when they say that the IBUs is kind of like, eh, it's not as accurate. Uh, for me, I go, I go back to them where they were saying that it's not accurate and that they're trying to work on something that uh, they could actually measure the IBUs correctly, you know? So that's why I say that it's, it's kind of like a ballpark. I guess you could use it as a ballpark. Uh-huh. Accurate, uh, you know, I guess it's not that accurate, but mm-hmm. I guess it depends on people's taste also, you know? Yeah, I just, I think that it's bullshit. Like, I honestly don't even think you need it up there. 
Mm-hmm. Like, when you're buying a beer at a bar, I don't really give a fuck what your IBU is. You know what I mean? Because, again, I think it's also the in the eye of the beholder, your taste palette. Like, kind of like spicy, right? Mm-hmm. All three of us may like spicy food, but what's spicy to me may not be so spicy to you. Ghost chili? Have you had it in a fucking beer? I've had it once, dude. Not a ghost. I've I think it was uh, Six Rivers up north. And no. I, I just tried it just to try it. Oh, I just had the man, sriracha dude. beer. Sriracha? What'd you what? think of that? I, it was good. I liked it. So it was from have, Rogues. It was from Rogues. Did it have that spiciness? Would you no. pair it with something that would need sriracha maybe? Nah, it was like a red... It, it, it didn't even taste like sriracha. Oh, it was like a long what? time ago. Yeah. So like, why yeah. would they call it sriracha? Not the flavor and not the spiciness? It was like a little spice, but it was like, oh, okay, this tastes like, I don't know, like... It may have the ar- aromatics of a sriracha. Did it have aromatics maybe. of a sriracha? Some, because that's, because, a, that's a shortcut cheating way. Like, they'll be like, oh, this is a da-da-da beer because it smells like it, yeah, but it, it doesn't taste like it. it smells like it, right. You know what it did for me? Because my, my, my pal's a little different. It tastes like a beer with spaghetti sauce. <laughs> so okay, you could have oh. a spoon with yeah. or something, you know? I don't oh, know. Heartburn. I think the best heartburn. one that I've had was I had a mango habanero that I thought was fucking amazing. Mm. Which one, Ballast Point? They had, they had, no, they had a habanero. Point. It was I forgot. It was a local brewery. Was, it was spicy like, as hell, huh? It was spicy, but it tasted like that candy. Ooh. You know that candy? The, the red the, hot chili? The yeah. red hot one? Yeah. Red, it, the, the, fireballs. No, 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 no. The 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 what's the, no? It tasted like you know the mango candy, the Mexican oh, mango yeah. candy with the tamarindo on top. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it tasted like that. The chili mangoes. Wow. Yeah. Ooh. That's what it tasted like, and I was kind of like, damn, this is really good. So it's like it's like uh, like sweet and hot. Yeah. You know where I had it? I had it in Sacramento. Okay. I was there for a wedding, and we went to a, a brewery down the street. Fuck, I should know the name, but it was like an amazing beer. You know, that reminds me, um, you know, just for Beatriz and I, just to hang out, a little hangout, it's the 626 up in uh, Rosemead and Garvey. There's a bar right there that, that does a Mexican candy beer, and it has that flavor, too. Yeah, okay, I'm full of shit. You know who it was? I just remembered exactly who it was. It was at Santa Monica Brew Works. Oh, oh, Santa, Santa Monica Brewery? Santa Monica Brewery? <laughs> it was at Santa Monica Brewery, uh, Brewing Company, right? Santa yeah. Monica Brewing Company, sorry. But yeah, they had this mango habanero, and it fucking tasted like the Mexican candy. What the fuck? It was delicious. It was fucking delicious. Damn. It was like really fucking good. I mean, and I like, like we have tropical weather here. Like right now, I fucking feel like I'm sitting in Miami. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, like. You want a good tropical IPA? Trademarks called uh, Hula Moon. That's Hula Moon. Hula Moon. Well, I'm supposed to go like. Couple breweries from my buddy that lives down the street. After this, so yeah, I'll try that out. Yeah, trademarks right here. They have a can, can release. I mean, you have ten miles. Oh, we haven't talked about ten miles. Ten miles is like underrated. That's my dark horse. You know what? That's your dark horse. <clears throat> Soulcock Center just had a, a every Friday uh, night. They have a, a meeting and they actually um, got their beers to talk about. And I, I, you know, everybody's, you know, I think it was a four pack of it. And uh, a variety once a variety of four pack and, mm-hmm. and the, the club that, that's one of the things I love about that club where you, they're helping the, the local community and uh, craft beer community like right now they help 10 mile and probably next month they're gonna you know get some other independent brewery just to you know get them afloat yeah because they do they do the clubs the last time I think they did one at ambitious ale. Right. Um, that's the one that I that I know of. But you got Liberation. I yeah. mean, you got Dutch Brew House. They make a a, a blueberry mu- a blueberry muffin hibiscus beer. Oh <laughs> man! <laughs> yes, see, bomb. Like, but see, that's I think that's like the whole point of it, everyone's trying to make that new hype beer. 
And that's what makes people like Big Boy so good because Big Boy doesn't need a hype beer. He makes good traditional beer. He doesn't fuck beers. around, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And if you, can't, if you don't have a good staple of traditional beers, I don't give a shit how good your hype beers are, the hype will die down. Because, like, if you have, like, a, if I'm like, oh, I have a butter chicken beer, right? You're like, oh, shit, I need to go try that butter chicken beer. And then next month I got to come up with garlic naan beer. Like, you know what I mean? But unless you've got a good staple beer, like, that's what makes, like, even Highland Park so good. They've got good staple beers. Fuck, They have man. good staple beers. Elsa Gundo. Make all these breweries that we were talking about, they all have good staple beers. Can you name me the staple beers at uh, Monkish? Staple? staple, staple. Well, they did. Uh, they, they started with uh, Belgian males. Exactly. Yeah. Belgium. Those were their staples. They yeah. should have stayed with that, and should. And now they went. Oh, they fired the head, the brewer out there. It's like, oh, we're gonna go hazies now. You know, like whatever. What they when well, first time we went, they had that yeah. sign in there, no hazies, right? No, 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 no. What, what they had, what they had there is uh, no IPAs. Okay, that's fine. Oh. Because that was the craze. It's just, don't, I, it had a, I think it a picture of it that don't ask for, for IPAs or we don't sell IPAs or something. It was a sign. I guess they got tired of saying, hey, do you have an IPA? So they put a well, sign, you know? You know what Vic does? So Vic at San Fernando Brewery, um, what he'll do is, if you ask him for a sour, he'll take lime juice and he'll just <laughs> squirt it in your beer. Because you're your fucking sour. And I'm not going to lie, you drink it and you're like, holy shit, that tastes like a fucking sour. Like, <laughs> it's fucking what weird, dude. He has, this, he has this cucumber uh, blonde. Is it, is it a blonde? It's like, or is it... A cucumber blonde? Yeah, it's a, is it a blonde? No, uh, it's, it's a... It's an IPA, I think. Uh, it's not cucumber. an IPA, is it? Well, I don't know. Oh, man, well, I think we, we should a, know. Well, it's a, it's a cucumber beer, and it's funny because I actually have it sitting in my refrigerator right now. Yeah, yeah. And he'll just, he fucking, he legit, I was like, I was like, yo, Vic, I want a sour. And he's like... <laughs> Dude. And he just squirted lime juice in there, and I was like, "He's like, try it." I'm like, "Dude, you're an asshole. Why would you? Why would you do that?" And and, and it actually tastes kind of like a sour. It's <laughs> rare. It's rare to. It's rare to find someone who makes cucumber beers. And the only one who I liked was uh from SoCal Cervecedos, a spot the a spot the brewery company mm, over at Wilmington. Go check out check out San Fernando. I'm gonna go. I, I really think that they're. Dude, they make a good staple beers. Uh, Wait, when you go, let me know. I'll, we'll, we'll meet you up there. We yeah. go there all the time. Oh, yeah, I actually, I actually do Peloton way. classes with the owner, Vic. <laughs> like, it's hilarious. It's funny that we went from a beer relationship to like he'll text me and be like, "Yo, you want you want to spin?" And we'll be on Peloton like just talking to each other, just like, "What's up, fool? You ready?" Uh huh. But um, yeah. Oh, dude. cucumber pale, San Fernando Brewery. Damn. Pale pale ale. Ale. Yeah, so he was an I, it was good. I had it. It was. I'm trying to get him on. I'm, good. I'm trying to get Todd from Beer Advocate on, on the podcast. Oh yeah, he's a nice oh. guy. Super nice guy. I, we, real met, humble. we met him at a yeah with Edgar. Yeah. yeah, that's the that's the first time I met you guys. Oh then yeah. The, the, right. the second time oh. I met you guys at uh, Brew Bahia. Oh, all right. Oh, that's right. Right. We were doing uh, a video there. The, yeah, yeah. The uh, drone. The drone one. Yeah, and that was the <laughs> first amazing. time I had the the their uh, hibiscus beer. Mm. Oh yeah, they so make, delicious. Yeah, they make good beers too. They don't they fuck make, around. They make good beers. Yeah. yeah, I think that out of the new breweries, they're they're up there, dude. New breweries in LA, they're talked about. Yeah, they're talked about. Yeah. All right, so so let's. Okay, what do you think's the worst brewery in LA? <laughs> I'm not too good at that, man. Um, the one that's not open, I guess. Uh, Barley Forge, I think. That was a sucky one. Dude, uh, you know, Barley Forge had that coconut one. Um, well, I forgot what it was called. Yeah. I, I love that one. Yeah. But I don't know. I haven't had any other stuff after that, though. Uh, I think for me, it's a toss-up between Handmade and 818. 
Oh, that's in the valley. For me, those are like my LA breweries that I would say are like the worst ones for me. To me, I have even like 818 has a solid one though, that, that golden, whatever that is, Gravity Hill. I went, I went with, uh, had some beers with two sums, uh, brewery. We went to Angry Horse and Angry Horse is another one. It's Angry, okay. Fuck it. I take it back. Angry Horse is the shittiest brewery in LA. Yeah, angry. And, and, I, and I think they're fucking owners of these shit too. Are you talking about like their beers or their beers? I think everything shitty everything, about yeah. that place. I didn't like it, dude. Wasn't that like a hostile wasn't, takeover? Wasn't good. Yeah. Like he, like the guy took over from like the original owner. Do you know the like, story about that? I don't know. I don't know the story. Well, what well, we heard alleged, allegedly, allegedly, what we heard was that there was this brewer that was uh, building that brewery. You know, him and his wife were building it, and then we got the. Uh, there's other uh, like I think it was investors that came in yeah. to help them out, and then uh, Angry Joe I think that that's what his name was uh, had cancer, so his wife had to go tend to him and left the responsibility to the investors of the brewery. So he was take she was taking care of him, and then when when uh, they they came back, they found out that the investors just took over the whole brewery and took them out. You know, the ones that had the heart and soul to do the brewery, well, the money is what took them out. And uh, so they, they, they took all their, their tanks, the, the, the brewery, everything. They took everything what from them. The yeah, so that's alleged, you know, from what I've but heard. But hey, they were creepy when we saw them at Beer Week. <laughs> like, creeped up on us like hey who are you guys can you guys come hang out with us we're, we're recording we're doing our thing and I guess they, that, that attracted hey well, these guys are doing something you know and we so. knew the brewers That's I think that's what really caught their attention but can we talk about that real quick yes yeah, go, go for it go so, so the one thing I did want to talk about and I think that every young that. brewer needs to know this is the the investors Oh, all right. That's another fucking investors, right? There's, there's like, if you go to ten investors, nine. What is not even that, bro? You know what it is? When you go to these small festivals, there's fucking people there that have money, and all they're doing is looking for a good brewer. That's all they want, huh? Right, and then they're, they're gonna, recruiting. They're recruiting. They're gonna, they're gonna get you. They're gonna. That's what fucking. What do you think happened with a uh, um, Dry River? Dry River, dude. The uh, the the brewer left, right? Because uh, I, I heard stories go. about Dry River as well. That's off air. But like, you know what I mean? And it's yeah. like, it's like it was like a husband wife investor. Yeah. So it's like you know, there, there's, there's investors that go poaching for these young brewers. And if you're a young guy that, that you know, wants your own brewery, and I come to you and I say, hey, bro, I'm gonna float you all the money, right? You get thirty percent. Okay. Uh, you get thirty percent of all the revenue coming in. I get 70 or I give you 50-50 or 49-51, right? If I have control because it's my money, but you're doing all the work and you still got to pay me, bro. It sounds amazing on paper because you're going from your, your home brewing to like going out and having your own brewery. And they're silent. The investors are never there. Except for when you got to pay them. Even if you're paying them 30%, 40%, you're doing all the fucking work. And that's what's happening is... Those, like, even when we went to the Sopacitositos one, where, uh, the one that was at the, where the water is. Oh, I, that oh, lake right there, uh, CYC. Yeah. I, I ran into a, an investor there. And remember, I, I think I told you about this. It was, like, an older guy, and he was just telling me, he's like, he's, he's asking me, he's like, so what do you think is the best brewery here? You know, we're just kind of talking. I'm like, why? He's like, he's like, oh, we're investors. It was him and his wife. They're just looking for, like, someone to partner up with. And I'm wow. like. Wow. Like so, baseball scouts. 
Poachers. Bro, they're poachers. <laughs> they're, they're poachers. And, and, and I think the, the thing that sucks is because most of the beer community, they, a lot of them don't come from money. Right? A lot of them are Do like... for a hobby. It's a hobby and, and, you know, and that happens with chefs as well. Like if there's an amazing chef out there, they'll be like, hey, I'm going to open your restaurant for you and your name's going to be on it. You're going to be the main guy. You can tell everybody you're the owner. But you know what? At the end of the day, I've got control because it's my money. You know what I heard but when I had uh, episodes from the SoCal Servicetos? Uh-huh. Uh, they would tell me, like, would you go out? I was like, I would be uh, Ed Burr if I was young, but Mega Man, I already have a family. I already have benefits. Why am I going to jeopardize, sacrifice everything just to be a brewer that I, I can't get everything? <laughs> no, but you're right. Yeah. They don't want to sacrifice everything. Well, I, and, and that's why I think that, but I think for the younger guys, these poachers are fucking dangerous. They're fucking dangerous, dude. I think that you're selling your soul, in essence, right? Because you want to get a, a, a brewery out there. But then what happens when they want their money back? Or what happens when, when you're tired of having these 100-hour weeks, but you're not making, like, the, 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 let's say the brewery's making 250000 a year, and you're only making, like, 100000 a year, right? But you're investing all your time, and $100,000 sounds like a lot of money. Except for taxes. Taxes is like $70,000, right? And if you're the owner, there's an expectation that you're going to be driving a nice car. You're going to have a nice house. If you have kids, you got to take care of your kids. But there's no benefits. There's so many hands. And that's when you have multiple uh, investors too. Fuck. When you have multiple investors, there's so many hands in your pot. You know? And most people can't afford to open up their own brewery. That's why I like, 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 look what happened with fucking um, your boys. Uh, Pacific. Pacific Plate? Yeah. I was going to talk they, about they, them they, right they, now, but they, I don't want to say it, but, but they, their they, beers went downhill. Their beers went down. Well, not just that. They, like, a lot of the main people sold their shares. Well, wow. yeah, there was three. There was three. Initially, there was three. And, you read my mind. Uh, there was three, and then one left. Um, and then, yeah, the other one left. So there's one. Uh, yeah, I guess. But it's, it's just a lot of hands in the same pot. And, and, and I think that some people try to grow way too fast. I think that if you, because once your beer starts selling, then they want to go into canning, and then they want to get bigger equipment, and they want to do distribution. And if your distribution falls through, how do you pay for all that equipment? You know what I mean? I think that if you can get it right, it's cool. But when I go to the store, there's always a new release. So, I mean, as much as I like the same beer every week, I kind of go in and I want to try something new. I fall victim to that shit, too. That happen. That sounds like LA Beer Week. I mean, LA Beer Belly. That sounds like States Brewery. That sounds like Amex Brewery. That sounds oh, yeah. State man. State that, fucked that up. Suck, man. They fucked it, up. I mean, it sucks that they closed. I had some beers from there. Good it beers. Was good, good man. Beer. They had good stuff. Bro, they, yeah, they, they had good marketing. Up. They had yeah, good gear. Yeah, they fucked yeah, up. The branding was yeah, on point. They fucked up. It sucks, dude. It really sucks because it's like they had a good thing, and I think they would yeah, be happier so. if they were so. smaller. If they if they were smaller, they'd definitely be happier. A swingers bar, I had that. That's actually really good. Paperback, I want to try that. You know what I, I love about uh, paperback? Their designs. Yeah, they're marketing, their marketing, dude. It's like, like old that. school, man. Old school, but propaganda at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> dude, but that's crazy. So now with this COVID, it's, it's survival of the fitness. Like, it is. It's gonna be who's out, who's gonna survive. Well, the thing is with the kitchen, dude. Uh, that's what. That's what. Yeah. That's what's keeping most of them afloat. Uh, okay, are we gonna gamble? Should we do a, a put a kitchen in the brewery or not put a kitchen? 
yeah, no, let's not put a kitchen because of the health uh, department and all that. So let's just do a brewery. And they did it. It's cool. Then the people that went the route of let's do a kitchen, a full kitchen in the brewery, you know, they gambled. But, and now they're the ones kind of like making it, you know. But, but I, are they? Mm, well, the ones, are they? That's, a good, that's I, a good point. I think that. I think that in a lot of places, people aren't showing up. They show up on the weekends, but they're not showing up Monday through Thursday, and you're oh, still paying okay. staff. Right. I think that that's another thing. Like the the one, if you have a small brewery where you're just paying for the space, and you have it in like an industrial area, all you're doing is paying for the space. And there's some breweries out there. It's like, Mega Man, I can't afford to bring a, a person to come uh, serve food because that that's yeah. taking out money yeah. for the whole day. Were, you're paying for the whole day. And that's when they were, that's why they were bringing food trucks. But now they've, they've been told that they can't serve uh, beer if they have a food truck. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, they have to. They have to have an on-premise kitchen. What the? Because that's what translation translates them into a, a a restaurant versus a brewery. Shit. Yo, dude, like, like <laughs> the government. There's a lot of breweries that are closed down, man. Well, I think the government's fucking people over, dude. I think that it's fucked up. I don't think that they know what the fuck. They just don't know what the fuck they're doing, dude. These small businesses and breweries. Let's just be clear: they're not fucking bars. They're not. You don't they're take your not. family to a bar. You take your family to a brewery. If I had kids, and someday I hopefully will, or at least we'll find out of one that's out there. More show. To, yeah, right? <laughs> I'd, I'd love to take little Pedro to the brewery and hang out and introduce him to that world, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I, what I, what I got out of, uh, this is a, like a family uh, point of view, mm-hmm. is that people that go to craft breweries are more responsible drinkers where they take their family, they could just get a growler, you know, they, they could yeah. have a couple there, you yeah. know, wife could drive or, you know, vice versa. Or play paper, rocks, and scissors. Well, now you can't even yeah. Uber, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, and then now there's Uber, but... No, you, you know, can't Uber. You heard about that, right? No. Oh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, you didn't hear about that? No. Oh, oh in California, is it? Yes. 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 What the hell? Well, no, they got an injunction to allow them to still ride, but there's this uh, new proposition that passed where or a law where basically they're getting rid of anyone that is like a secondary type of profession. So Uber, Lyft, uh, even tutors. There's like certain what? things that you can no longer. So it's not do. only Uber. It's just like no. Uber. You're talking about is yeah. Like, it's like certain kinds of professions where it's if it's a secondary profession, like so. Like a know, little side hustle. Yeah, you can't do that no more. What the hell is going on, man? Dude, I've been drinking home all day, not getting DUIs. Fuck all that shit, yeah, dude. Yeah, bro, yeah, I don't want, yeah, I got, yeah, you got to take the bus. <laughs> Yo, oh, I heard your podcast. Well, how much did it cost you? What? Uh, a DUI? Like, you actually made the... Just for me uh, to get my license back, it cost me close to 64000 Damn, dude. Yeah. Because I got two DUIs oh, in, in one month. In one month? <laughs> yeah, one month. Well, one in uh, Norwalk and another one over here, but they uh, they didn't give me a felony or this because it was so close. It was so one month together. If it was separate, there'll be a whole right. different because story. You weren't charged on the first one yet. Yeah, you hadn't gotten a court for your first one. So right? they're both first offenses. So they, they sent you home with that yellow paper and you had that as your license, and then you got yeah. another one. How, yeah. How do you know so much about it, Peter? <laughs> yeah. Hey man, <laughs> listen, I, I'm, a, I'm a union representative, and uh, I represent a lot of nurses that have had DUIs. Yeah. Oh man. I remember that. I remember when I t- the, the cops were telling me, hey, hurry up and pee, Mega Man. It's like, no, I can't because I was at the hospital. I was like, I can't do it, dude, because he wanted that, that pee, that well, shit. They, they just didn't do a blood draw on you? No. 
They, oh wow! So you, so you, I was I was let go the next day, and they got my I got my car, but it was for like license for thirty days, yeah. and whatever. And yeah, I that went to court. piece of paper for thirty days. And yeah, you got to go to court. Man, yeah, yeah. yeah, but then you got a DUI while you were on that. I, I got DUI another two more weeks because I was like to a bar right here, like two blocks away. I was to drive. I didn't feel like walking. My legs hurt. Damn. You know, and I got that. your wallet hurt after that. Uh, but yeah, the second one, I should have been in prison because. The cop pulled me out, and I didn't know that I was so drunk. I had, like, a whole bunch of beers and liquor. I didn't know I knocked out a cop. Not you hit a cop? I knocked out a cop, like, out cold. And the oh, guy dragged man. me out because when I was going to McDonald's, I would make a turn. I didn't know I was going to hit a motorcycle coming like, like oh. that. So I was coming this way with it, like, you know, and the cop, get out of the car. Boom. Just knocked him out. And I remember I was so drunk, I was big, I had bruises all right here because I was banging on the window. Oh my goodness. How <laughs> <Yeah>, are you? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Well, right now he's cool. Maybe I should stop. You know, more, no more drinks. Cut him off. Man. Cut him off. <laughs> no, no, no. But the, you it's know. like you make a man drink some turns into this guy. Yeah, you know? I know, right? Dude, nuke him. No, no, no. Google. no, no, but I come, that's when I was drinking a lot of liquor, but I don't drink liquor no more, uh, or no yeah. wine, only craft beers now. Bro, that's Liquor intense. was crazy. Jack Daniels you know and Wild Turkey. That's intense. I'll tell you something, I can't measure the amount of liquor that I could drink so I could be good. I'll just keep going. I'll keep going. I yeah. can't stop. Me I too. I can't stop. Me so too. that's why I'm not, I'll have a sip here and there, but I won't, I won't continue after that. Well, I think Uber made that shit a little worse because. <laughs> yeah, loud like, too? Like, yeah, well, yeah, man, because when I would drive, I wouldn't pre-party, right? I'd be like, okay, I'm going to get to the bar, I'm going to take a shot, I'm going to have a drink, and then I'll stop drinking by 11, so by like 1 o'clock I'll sober <laughs> up, then I'll eat, okay. top yeah, that outside, and I'll drive home. And the weird thing about it is I still remember what I had to drink that day, that, that night. I had three shots of raw turkey. And I had 10 Union Jack IPAs. Oh, that's a... Oh, man. 10? 10 Union Jack. Those are my... Those Yo, are the, Mega Man's a big dude because that, I'm just having a fluid coma just thinking about that. I was fucked up, dude. But I let's learn. But no more liquor, no more nothing like that, dude. Okay, so I got one last topic. What's up? Because so, before we end this. So, yeah. So, um, I've got a friend, a close friend. Uh, I'll say that. She... um. <laughs> So she just oh, won oh, part sorry. of a case where a whistleblower, so she basically, some, someone had beat up a person, this happened, it was in the news, 2018, and then they were redoing the case where the, the officer was basically trying to get out of it, and then there was a whistleblower that came out and, and like basically admitted to a gang in the police station, or it was like a sheriff's department. So what, do you, what are your thoughts on these gangs? There's like straight up gangs. Well, let me tell you. Let me tell you a story of a personal friend of mine uh, that lived in uh, a particular area, and he would just hang out with his friends from uh, high school. He would just walk around with them, you know, because they lived in the same neighborhood. So he would go home with them. But that group of people belonged to a particular gang. So the sheriffs came over and stopped them all, and uh, they asked my friend what gang he was from. He says, "I'm not from a gang. You know, I'm just hanging out with it." No, you're from a gang. So they had him. You know, against the, the hood of the car, um, handcuffed, and with a billy club, they would tap them in the head, you know, and they say, what gang are you from? I'm not from a gang, okay? I'm Boom, tap them again. So what gang are you from? I'm not from no gang. And then finally, he just got upset. He just blurted out, okay, I'm from this. Just to stop getting beat up, he said he claimed a gang. So they kind of forced them into 
gang. A gang. Because they were just beating them up. And it turned out that there was an old movie, I think, uh, I forgot who it was that did it. An old movie that talks about that particular uh, gang group. Colors. Sheriff. Uh, it, it was, they were the, I think they were the Vikings, I think they were called. Uh, I, it, it, it was the one where, I don't know if you remember, they, they stopped a, a, a kid and they smashed him against the window and the window broke. I forgot what, what movie that was. But that was the same one, the same group, yeah, yeah that, 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 you know, got my friend into it, right? And then they, they ask him, so who's the biggest gang around here? So they say, you know, like, we're the biggest gang out here. And then he said, nah. We're the biggest gang. We got guns, and we don't have to call our buddies to, hey, come down, give me the, you know, the gun, bring the gun down. We, we're on. We got the, we got the communication, and we got, we got people. We're the biggest gang out here. He so, told my friend that. Yeah. So just think about that. That was way back in fucking. And this just happened this week. Like it, was, it, just, it just happened this week. I think she won, or like she won that part of it on Wednesday. So I was talking to her last night, um, and she was telling me about like these gangs. And I guess I was blind to it because I guess it's been out there. But there's, I didn't realize there's, yeah. there's police gangs. Yeah, I didn't know that. You want to hear a story? So I work with the. I won't mention his name, but he, I work with oh, them. You almost said it. <laughs> I won't mention his name. Wait, wait, let me just say something. I, will, yeah. I I've been watching. I've uh, been listening to your podcast, and I, I was looking forward to hearing your. You say I won't tell you right now, but I'll tell you later. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I can't say right now, but I'll tell you off air. Yeah, I'll tell you off air. But there is a person I won't mention his name, <laughs> but he. Uh, there's a gang in Orange County with the police sheriffs called the Bulldogs. And so they work with a certain kind of, I don't know what type of gang in Orange County. So when they pull like, hey, where are you from? I was like, oh, okay, we're going to arrest you. And, and they call the sheriffs that, work with, that were in the gangs in that and say, hey, we're going to be over here. We're going to drop them off. You kill them. You drop them off like you're on your own. And they'd be like, what the fuck? And it's like hunting season. They all come out of everywhere and stuff like that. And the cops say, hey, help us. Nope. They take off. Bro, and this is some movie shit. Dude, no. And I know. We're living a movie. Dude, I know. Some crazy people. shit. That's in Santa Ana. Bro, no, we're living a movie. I know here, here in LA where they would pick up somebody and drop them off. Uh, they were the crash unit. I, I don't know if you remember the crash unit. Uh, Rampart? Ran- oh, man. Oh, yeah. So they were referenced in this case. Oh, yeah. yeah. So check it out. It said they would pick up somebody from a gang, drop them off in an enemy uh, territory, drop them off right there, and take off. You know? And they would just leave him on his own just to see if, you know, he made it out or not. Sounds like know? the movie Men's Society where they dropped, up the, dropped those guys off in the Mexican side of town, but not knowing that the Mexicans would help him, you know, uh, and all that. Some crazy well, shit. a training day, right? Also, oh well, that was uh, with uh, the, the guy from Rampart. Isn't um, that based on true story? Yeah, true yeah, story, from Rampart. Uh, that, a lot of true stories on that, bro. That it's just that shit's so bizarre to me, bro. Like there ain't no such thing as a nursing gang. Fucking, we should start a gang. <laughs> We'd be the dopest gang in the in the world. We'd be lit, the most trusted profession. This ain't no Greg's Anatomy, bro. I'm just, I'm just saying. Listen, we can take your life or we can save your life. What's up? <laughs> or fuck other nurses, right? Hey, hey. <laughs> I know. Hey. hey, but not all of them are bad. I just gotta. Not say, all I, bad. I, 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 I gotta no, no, say that. No, I will say that one of my really good friends is the the chief of uh, Brina Del Rey. Okay. Right, he's a really good friend of mine. Really good guy. Amazing guy. And it's like with all this stuff that's kind of going on. Like, so I was in Arizona last week, and I posted this on my Instagram where they had a Blue Lives Matter parade, and it was just what the fuck? yeah, bro. It was like a street full of kids with like American flags waving them. They had. They straight up had an LCD screen truck 
with like ads, like for businesses. There, they fucking walk around with guns, bro. Like, like Arizona, they don't fuck around. They don't fuck around, bro. Like, listen, open carry, open. Yeah, yeah. There, there's no concealing nothing. There's no concealing anything. I like big aloe vera, like being being a little Asian tourist. (laughs) (laughs) No, man. But dude, we're almost getting to that time. But dude, we have to do a part two. Well, look, look. Yeah, you know. I follow your podcast a lot, and uh, I, I got to say, uh, I met, uh, well, I met because it was your podcast, yeah. but through that, I uh, l- learned a lot about you, and uh, there was a family member, which is your cousin, and you, you, you lost uh, one of your cousins, and that was, wow, that was, that was hard, that was deep, mm-hmm. and uh, um, I forgot your cousin's name, but they do, they do uh, his wife does uh, Candy in the Neighborhood. Oh, Mario. That's my cousin from Wilmington. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, uh, Rugged 33. Yeah, I heard that one's like, wow, that was, that was, that was like, that, that was, was deep, a trip, man. trip, dude. That was a trip, dude. I, you know, I want to say before we, before we end it, it was luckily I stayed here and not going over there. Okay. There's a lot of racist stuff going over there. Okay. It's like, because you're, you're going to a Republican state. Oh, okay. And a lot of the Mexicans are embarrassed to be Mexicans. So they want to be like oh, if the whole story is, is deep and all that, yeah. and watching that immigration nation mm-hmm. on Netflix, mm-hmm. it shed light on a lot of things. I was like, I'm staying here, oh, and man. I'm kind of glad I did that stuff. And and like talking to you guys, I don't know if you guys know, I'm I'm diagnosed with autism. Oh wow! And you know with the stuttering and this and and all, but I'm still doing the podcast. Dude, I'm still you're doing functioning. great, man. I can't. I don't notice you don't, anything. Well, there's, dude, different, there's, the hell, different, well, there's different parts of the spectrum. So, yeah, yeah. I'm a very high function. Like you know, there's sometimes I'm so like I don't know when to stop. Yeah. Like my like let's say like if I'm doing podcasts, sometimes my lady be like, stop. Okay. You're, you're doing too much podcasts. Yeah. Like because I just keep on going and going uh, and going and going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it, it to me, I think to me. uh Podcast saved my life, and wow. I like I like that's my hobby. Like you guys doing beers, you, you're helping out with people and this. Yeah, this, I love doing podcasts. This yeah. I love doing. That's it. your avenue to come out and just because I used to be antisocial. I I used to, I because I was no fucking. Way. I had a, I was antisocial. Yeah, I had a stu- I have a huge stuttering problem. I didn't tell you guys that. I heard about it on your podcast. Yeah, you might hear from time to time. No, no, no. I didn't hear you actually do it, but you talked about it. Yeah. And I don't, I don't see it or hear. Oh it. yeah. When I get nervous, I'm like, you straight like, yeah. up King's speech. Yeah. Oh, way worse. Oh wow. Like three times worse. Interesting. Yeah, I know that. And also, you ever heard the the the, the Spanish how they talk like that? They had that list thing like. Yeah. Because the king of Spain had a had a, a list. Oh, that's Castellano. List. That's Castellano. So what they did is he told the he, uh, I guess the way not the king, but he told the, the other people tell the the whole country, hey, talk like him, so you don't make him you don't make fun of him. You make him you won't make him feel alone. Really? So everyone talk like the one. king. That's why, like, yeah. when you go to Spain and like they uh, have that that the different they have the como está. Yeah, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. So because they wanted to talk like the king, they don't want to make fun of him because you know and all that stuff. I didn't know about that. Yeah, dude. I actually learned that the very hard way. We were in Amsterdam, met some girls from Spain. And my best friend, who's El Salvadorian, swears that he's from Spain. So he started talking with El Salvadorian. Yeah, dude. Straight up. Round head, everything, right? My best friend, Milton. He's fucking hopeless. Milton, he he's yeah. a cool dude, man. And he's like, this, like, I was like, yo, Milton, this is your chance. These girls are from Spain. I'm like, say what's up to him. He's like, he's like, come on, stop. And they're like, gay? I was like, I was like, bro, I understood that. I was like, this is some bullshit. Hey, he didn't say it right. Yeah, bro, he, his list was extra. 
Like he went extra listening. Extra. What they didn't understand. Dude, dude. Hey, but I just want to say thank you for coming. Oh, 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 oh
What the fuck? He's like, no, you're cheating. You have fast metabolism. No, bro, but it's not. You get the carbs too, right? So like, I'll have yeah, beers. Yeah, this I'll shit. Have, yeah, I'll, have, yeah, I'll have beers. And then I'll go run like nine miles, ten miles. No, but I want to also promote. There's a, 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 the way I got started into craft beers is uh, the, the Stuff Sandwich up in San Gabriel Valley. Uh, Sam Samaniego. Uh, before he passed away, he told uh, us that we should take milk thistle. Milk thistle. It's good for your liver. Milk thistle. Milk thistle. So, milk so there's thistle. actually on Amazon, there's a, it's called the liver, what the hell is it called? The liver detoxer. It's like a vitamin, but it has milk thistle. Yeah. It has a bunch of things just for your liver. And if you are like a beer fan, uh, me personally, I'll have like one can a night. I will. I like, I go for runs. I, I fast all I day. I go like four cans a night. So, so you may want to take you a look at that milk thistle. Milk thistle because, man. because again, you know, you got to take care of your health. Because if, if something happens, it's not just going to be you. Yeah. Like we, 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 we think of it as a very selfish thing, but when you get sick, it becomes a family affair. Right? Yeah, I don't see my kids taking care of me or my lady. It's going to be on my own. Oh, shit, dude. Yeah, dude. I just like... Because yeah. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a full-time dad. Because, you know, I, I have my two boys. They're, they're, they're like, whatever. But I'm a full-time they're dad. They're like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> they're just playing video games. They're like, oh, whatever, oh, dad. Okay, yeah. I'm the full-timer, dude. Because, like, uh, you know, the kid... The, the mother didn't want the kids. Right. So wow. I took... I, I'm a full-time. Hey, I'm a mom and a dad. Hey, How often do you hear that? A, a single father be like t- raising the kids. Hey, man, I get shit from the ladies every day. Really? Oh, yeah. Like, they should go with the mom. It's like, well, I'm a father. Mr. Mom, dude. <laughs> I you, because I'm Mr. Good. Nurse. I, 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 I feel Mr. you. Mr. Nurse. Bring so many pussies. Sorry, sorry, Cynthia. <laughs> I know. This guy. Wait, I'm a retired hoe. <laughs> retired hoe. <laughs> yeah, they, just, they, they never even let me in. They never even gave me a card. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but I just want to say uh, Big oh, Al, yes, PDP, sir. thank you for coming on the Mega Max podcast. Oh, podcast. Man. We have to do a part two. I would love it, man. Yeah, and, and after COVID or, or mid-COVID. Actually, you know, I got an idea. What's I'll that? talk to Vic. Let's do the next one at San Fernando. I'm fucking down. San Fernando Brewery. Yeah. Oh, man. I'll bring all my Long Beach beers. I'm going to go ahead. I'll yeah, head over yeah. There. Vic, will, Vic will open it up for us. Okay. It's good, dude. I'll, I'll hit him up while he's on Peloton so that he will be tired and he can't say no. <laughs> I, I want to give shout outs. Shout outs. Shout outs, dude. Yeah. Shout outs. Brian. Uh, Pizza Brian from uh, San Gabriel Valley, uh, Rose City Pizza, man. He's the Amazing first. Pizza. He's the first. Uh, oh, I love place. pizza. I love pizza. He's the first place that I had a tasters in a uh, uh, pizzeria establishment. He'll give you a taster, a, a flight. He'll give you a flight, dude. He doesn't do it anymore. I can see how it's tedious and stuff, but he's got beers, like really good beers out there. So support that guy. And Progress Brewery, I just love how they started out. Uh, I'm really Federal. attached to the guy. What's that? They were federal, right? First, oh, uh, it was federal brewery at first, and then uh, federal, federal bar. Oh. Federal yeah. bar did a Zuto. cease and desist on them, so they they became Progress Brewery. But I just love the way they just grew like organically. It's, it's yeah. awesome, dude. Kevin and, and uh, Diego, dude, awesome people. I'm gonna check that brewery out. Yeah. Oh yeah, you gotta check. Let me know when you go to those. I'll go, go, go. I'll let you. I'll, I'll DM you. I'm like, hey, I'm over here. Is yeah, it beers yeah. to go or you can, you can eat over there? Now, now there's there's beer to go, but there's a club that they started where they do like uh, like specialty Shut the beers, fuck up! And they do like a barrel aged beers. Now it's in like a little club <laughs> thing where they just ship it out to you and stuff. And now they're doing wine. They're doing wine now. They do wine? Diego's family was into the wine, so now I guess that's why they started doing well, wine. I, I'm, I'm very interested in buying property overlooking the ocean and... 
and having some grapes and <laughs> doing some moonshine. Oh, that's dude. That was awesome, dude. Yeah. You I look like you look like that. a Napa guy. I, I, well, you know what? Because I, I, I comb my hair today. Is I don't know. Yeah, probably. Inland <laughs> Empire does wineries. Yeah, yeah, my dude. buddy, my buddy's actually. He does avocados, and now they're going to be doing their own wine. Ooh. But I want—I kind of want to do mine more towards like Oxnard, Malibu, like that area. Because I have to move around that area, so yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll see. This, we'll this, see. This Let's this see what rock. happens within the next ten years. Yeah. Let's see what's up. Yeah. And where can everyone find you guys? So uh, there's flight tours, flight underscore tours at Instagram, and then at LA Beer Buddies all straight. Yep. LA Beer Buddies, and then this guy—if you want to know how to refresh your balls, gentlemen. Or ladies, your men refresh the ball. Mr. Nurse, I am at Mr. Nurse. It's I underscore M underscore Mr. Underscore Nurse. I don't know why the He talks about that kind of stuff. And ladies, he knows how to break a bed. (laughs) Bro, really? Let's just say I wasn't the one that broke it. (laughs) No, no, no. We we give you credit. You broke the bed. Like, hey. Hey, this guy's a killer, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good cardio. Good cardio. Good, good cardio. We, we need that workout to get our abs working. Dude. I got that B cut. <laughs> oh, hey, well, thank you for so much for coming on the Mega Man's podcast. Um, everyone, you can subscribe to the Mega Man's podcast. Please rate review on Apple Podcasts, you know, to make the podcast better. Uh, follow me at the Mega Man's podcast. And my personal one at Mega Man Six Nine Eight Zero. Mega Man's a little buzz right now because that swinger party's hazy IPA. Oh, man, that was fucking good, dude. Um, dude that, that threw me off. That man. threw me off right now. Because how many beers? How many? How many? Good. We had what? One, eight. Two, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. And this one, the, seven, seven. Six, seven, eight. Oh, eight. Yeah. yeah. And dude, I'm like a little buzz right now, dude. <laughs> all right, all right. So part two will be down the road, everyone. Everyone, I hope you like this episode of Beer Talks, and we're out, guys. Later. Peace. Peace. Peace.